Good, good. Solid, yeah, good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, Welcome back, everybody. Y'all already know it is Room on the Ones. Boy, say what's up. What's, what's up? up? What's what up? up? What up? What up? What up? Dude, before we get started, though, uh, let's roll that intro. Wee. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like my shoes low. Ah, uh, but oh, highlight of my week. Oh, actually, before we keep going up for that, we like to introduce our guest, our special guest here today, y'all. It's what up, Isaac Pew. Yep, Pew, that's Pew. me. Is that you? Is that your actual name? Yeah, that's my name actual Pew? name. That's Isaac such Pew. a yep. sick name. Yeah. How? How? How did that happen? Like, my parents named me it. <laughs> what did it come from? My bad, my bad, oh, my bad. You, my, you what the spelling? What's the origin? Yeah. What is so it the origin? spelling is I Z A K. I'm named after my great grandpa. Actually, so that's how he spelled it. Is he like from um, Ireland? He grew up in South Africa, oh. and so it's Dutch. Oh. It's a Dutch way of spelling. Oh. It, so, dude, that's sick. Yeah, so it's it's not just like a weird Utah name, but like we, I, I'm named after my great grandpa. So that's so cool. sick. That's tight. That's yeah. way better cool. than Sam. <laughs> Tonu. I like yeah. Tupo. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I, I like you guys' names. They fit you. They fit you. <laughs> None of you guys are like one of those people that you meet and you're like, your name does not fit who you are at all so that's yeah good. wait he looks like a tupo yeah have you ever seen a eugene but like it's like <laughs> like you can see no, you're laughing because no, nobody you looks like a eugene but right okay well does anyone watch the walking dead Mm-mm. no Damn. you do you know eugene mm-hmm. yeah doesn't he look like a eugene to me yeah. it, he, to me he looks like a eugene shout out to our live audience yes we have thank a live you. audience thank you you're not on camera, I promise. Oh, now you are. Now you're not. Now you're not. Now you're not. Now you are. There you go. Shout out. Shout out. Not all the way. It's fine. Yeah. But thank you for our live audience. But she has seen Walking Dead. Good job. Awesome. Respect. That's like one of my favorite shows ever. Good show. Cool. It was solid. Kind of fell Her off at the things. end, but it is what it is. Her good right. things. Isaac, how do we know you? Um, we met through our friend Trey. Um, Trey's one of my favorite people. One of my best friends. And we all make music. So that's oh, yeah. how we met. Okay. And Trey was on our podcast last year. Yep, season one, baby. Let's go. Yeah, he's a legend. He is a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. And we, you've been wanting to be on the podcast for a while, and we've wanted you on the podcast yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ever since you guys said you had one, I was like, that'd be sick. You're like, hop on there. Yeah, and you guys, it's the perfect time. It's oh, like yeah. the perfect time to have me on, so. Yeah. This so, is so exciting. So tell us more about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah. Like, you know, where'd you grow up? Yeah. Were you always into music? Yeah. I grew up in Cedar Hills. Um, I took piano from like ages eight to like 15 probably. And I hated it. I hated piano lessons. Really? Yeah. I really hated piano lessons. Why? Wait. Okay. Why? Because, so my piano teacher was awesome. She was like super great, but the way people who are like classically trained are, they, they don't, um, understand what it's like to be someone who's not like built like that at all, you know? So I remember one time I had a song that I was supposed to be learning how to play and there was a note in it that didn't sound right. And so I scribbled it out and like rewrote a new note that I thought sounded better. And I brought it in and I was like, look, like it's, this is how I changed it. And she was like, you can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is, this is what I want. Like, this is how I want it. And I was like, I even asked her, I was like, you play it the two different ways and tell me which one sounds better. She's like, well, you're right. It sounds better the way you have it, but I, this is how it's written. Like, so you're supposed to learn how to play it that way and just stuff like that. I didn't really have freedom to like learn what I oh. wanted to, you know, that's crazy. Cause I feel like if I was a piano teacher, I would have been like, this kid's a genius. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you get I mean, it. Looking back, that's definitely, it was definitely cool. But after like, so I had to learn 50 hymns before I could quit. So I Dang learned cool. my 50 hymns in like three weeks when, like when I was like, I'm sick of this, like I'm just okay. done, you know, so I learned 50 hymns in like three weeks. 
Um, totally did not actually learn them, just like learned them in my head and just played them. Just a life mix, it's fine. And then, and then I was like, that's it, you know? And, and then I had a crush on a girl like a year later, and she's like, I only date guys that play the piano. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm relearning now. And so I sat down and taught myself the piano. For wow. Um, so the power of yeah, love. I'm, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with it now. It's, it's good because now I have freedom to do whatever I want. So that's what makes it better. And you make very, as we know now, you're starting to get super diverse in it. Yeah. Like you're, because you play the bass too, don't you? I play the bass. I play the guitar. I play the piano. Um, yeah. And that's all self-taught? Yep. All self-taught. Dang. Yep. That's so sick. I took a little bit of guitar lessons um, when I was in high school, but not, not that much. Not a whole lot. That's so, that's so like important, especially when you're an independent artist like you are. Mm-hmm. Up and coming. Because you, you do everything yourself, right? Yeah. Right now I do, yeah. I have, I have a few people like, um, I have a friend named Max. He helps with a lot of stuff. He, he's mostly like a, I would say like an executive producer. I send him all my stuff and he like gives me things that I can kind of tweak about it. Um, obviously Trey's a big one. I show him almost everything. And then I have like people that I trust for cer- certain things, you know? And so I go to them with those things, you know? But 90% of it is just me, you know? So, That's yeah, so it's sick. cool. I have mad respect for artists that are that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank you. That's so sick, dude. Today's topic. <coughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. <coughs> Dang, uh-huh. bro. My voice cracks a lot in this yeah, episode. Bro, what the heck? We're sorry, so happy to have you here. <sighs> That's why his voice is gone. He's yeah, just too excited. Perfect. Sorry, we're here with the star. He's he's made it farther than <laughs> us. So, it, it, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. <laughs> but it's facts. It's, it's just straight facts, bro. It's just straight facts. If you say so. <laughs> um <clears throat> did you do anything else other than music like before you did music did you like were you passionate about anything else or oh yeah i love sports still do oh, okay like i play basketball all the time me and my friends play every thursday i love that like love basketball i played soccer growing up actually played um ultimate frisbee in high school it's a thing here in Utah. like competitively yeah yo yeah i was um uh, an all-state ultimate frisbee player what? so yeah. you're the real deal yeah i played with the all-star team they, they send us out to minnesota to play against other team other states they have teams and stuff and so that's so much cooler than my all-star game when yeah i was in the high school yeah so we we went out and like we got i think we got this we got was like seventh or eighth or something like that. i don't know for sure but still pretty good though pretty good i mean the team now because i coached last year the team now they they won nationals last year. Oh, they what? won this year again. So that's pretty cool. So that's so Utah, sick. Utah is the place right now for ultimate. It's cool. It's Dude, for real. And pickleball is blowing up too. Yeah. There's sure. like pickleball courts yeah. everywhere now. Yeah, I, I play that too. But it's to me, it's same. like I'd rather play tennis. So it's really? like it's like pickleball to me is just like I don't know. It's more casual. It's yeah. More casual version of tennis in my head. But I have a hard yeah. time trying to like figure out how to get competitive with pickleball. Like, how yeah. do you get super competitive? I, don't I just know. hate losing, so I get really competitive that's about true. pretty much anything. Yeah. I feel that. Dude, that's sick. So you did Ultimate Frisbee. Mm-hmm. You said basketball. Yeah, I played basketball. Never played, like, competitively, but I always loved basketball playing, growing up. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, All me and my life. friends play a lot right now. So it's probably that's one so I play the most. That's so dope. Hey, that's cool, bro. That's cool. Yeah. <sighs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're done. That wraps it up, everybody. Um, so today we'll talk about success, but more specifically, how to measure that. But before we get into that question, we want to know what is success? 
To you. To you. To you. To me. To you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. How would you define success? I feel like this changes a lot, you know? Like, this is one of those questions that you could ask someone every three months and get a different answer, you know? Right now, success to me is... Um, the feeling of improvement mm. you know like in any area of life feeling like okay i've made it i took a step today in that direction you know that that is success you know just the little things and those obviously add up to like big things that like that those are the more outward ones where people can see and like oh that's a success you know whereas to me it's like the little teeny things that add up to that are more of a success to me and so i, I like to add i like to think about those more than i think about the the big picture a lot because sometimes if you think about those big picture things it kind of gets overwhelming and you're like stressing yourself out but if you just think about what can i do right now and then do it and get better at it then that's that's how you improve oh yeah that that to me is success right now i i fullheartedly agree that's like another way of saying that is like really living in the moment Mm -hmm. type of deal yeah which is like super everyone says that live in the moment (laughs) but it's like why live in the moment yeah you know well it's because like that is a success yeah is those little moments so so i'm gonna challenge this a little bit you make music yeah and in the music industry whether Mm -hmm. you're big name or not Mm -hmm. You can't help but define part of your success by what other people think. Yeah. So how do you personally, how do you balance that? Yeah. Like, how do you, because to me, then the, the, what success is gets a little mucky. Uh-huh. And it's just like, you know, you make music for people to listen to. Uh-huh. And I feel like artists oftentimes are like, well, I don't care if they don't like it. Yeah, I do it for me, but it's like that is that entirely true? <laughs> yeah. So what's that like for you? How do you how do you figure success in in the music industry? I mean to <clears throat> me, this is never music has never been the plan. You know? I'm talented enough in other areas of my life that I know I'll be successful in whatever I choose, you know? Mm. Um to me, right now the most important thing is making stuff that I can look back on and love, you know? So in a way, I'm, I guess I am saying it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks, but more in the way that it really matters a lot what I think about it. Okay. You know, when I make a song and I sit there and I'm like smiling because I made it, I'm like, I can't believe I made this. If I put that out and it gets zero listens, then I, I still love it. You know, I'm still going to love that song. It doesn't change that song in my head, you know? Obviously, if I put it out and it like blows up and I can do music for the rest of my life, that would be amazing. I'd love that. But I, I'm not, um, I'm not attached to that. You know, like a lot of people, I think people get discouraged when they put out a song and they, they're looking at their Spotify for artists and they're seeing like, oh man, I only got three listens on the first day, bro, yep. and I put all this effort into making this song and and releasing it and and promoting it as much as I can, like with the other things I have going on, like, and I only got like three listens in one week, bro. Like, but really like I've, I've noticed if I think about that while I'm making my music, the music suffers. Mm. So to me, when I'm making music, I'm not thinking about how many listens this is going to get, you know, I'm just thinking, do I like this? Like, how do I serve this song? I think that really comes a lot from how I feel about songwriting. 
I've never once felt like I'm the one making the songs. You know, mm. it always feels like it's coming from somewhere else, and that I'm just the more I practice. Like I make a lot of really awful songs that are not good, right? But the more I practice and put in that work, the more often I'm able to pull from that um, source, whatever it is, and it it makes it easier. You know, when I'm thinking, well, how do I serve this song the best? Like the song is its own entity. Yeah. And I'm I'm just the person maneuvering it to where it's supposed to be. You know, I'm just the vessel that it's being put together. Through. You let the song write itself. Yeah. And you go where the song wants to go. The, that's what, like, the corny way to say it. But, yeah, you're yeah. right. Like, it, it's the song. I'll hear something that inspires me, right? And I'll think, oh, this needs this kind of drum pattern, right? And it's like, where did that come from? I'm not smart enough to think of drum patterns. But I know what I'm looking for. I go on Splice. I'm like, find exactly what i'm looking for put it in there manipulate it however i need right and so it's like i'm constantly thinking what does this song need and i also think that that helps in not adding too much because i think that's a a big thing that especially early on people struggle with is they're like oh i know how to produce a song i know how to use reverb now and i know how to use and then you can over you overproduce overproduce it and so it's like once you have that balance of like okay i don't need 650 tracks on each song you know I, i can just deal with eight like and if it's a good song and it's a good song, you know? Yeah. Um, so to me that, and that, that also helps. I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot, but it, it helps in like. knowing when the song's done, yeah. you know? Cause if I'm only trying to serve the song and I'm not trying to impress anyone else, I'm only trying to serve the song. Then when it's done, it, I'll know it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm like, okay, I finished it. You know, like, um, with the one that I showed you guys, pinky promises, I made that last week. Um, and I was sitting there and even today I went back and was looking at it and I was like, it would be so sick to have like a guitar solo on there. And I pulled out and I, I played a couple of them and they sounded fine, but I was like, that's not what this song needs, Yeah, you know? And so I, once I had tried those things, I knew the song was done. You know, it's like, this is done. I, I don't need to add anything else. And so it, I don't know if anything I just said made any sense, that but you know, it's, sense. that really does. I really enjoy it. <clears throat> I really like how you said um, when you make music, you you don't care how many listeners you got. Mm-hmm. You care if you like it or not, mm-hmm. if you like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, well, for me, uh, I just want to, I want to do it to try to like, you know, make it sound the best as I, I, well, for music in general, for like lyrics and stuff, I have, I'm not the best. I have a hard time writing lyrics. Mm-hmm. We talk, we talk about this a lot. I have a hard time writing lyrics, but every because it's all I'm always thinking. Of, oh, what this person think? Oh, what this person? I'm not always thinking. Of, oh, mm-hmm. do I like it? Yeah. Do I like? But I like I like that mindset though. Yeah, it's a good mindset to have. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but every year, um, me and my friend Max, he has his parents have a cabin mm-hmm. up at Brighton, and every year we just get a bunch of musicians and we go up there. Like, That's so sick. Next That's year tough. you guys are totally invited. Like and pull up Relax. and we just set up a bunch of different stations and everyone's working on music at the same time they just go, go, go. and one of the years we all were in the hot tub together because there's a, a big old hot, hot tub there and we were sitting there talking and and i realized talking to them about music i am different from most musicians in that i never feel like i need to force anything like, a lot of people, like, when I was talking to them, they were like, I feel like I have such a hard time writing lyrics. And I've never felt that way. I have an easy time writing lyrics. And the reason is I'm not trying to force it. You know, I'm not trying yeah. to, not sitting there like, 
I need to write lyrics for this. Like, I need to. No, like, that's not how it is. It, I, I finish a track, and then I just have it on my phone. And, like, when I'm driving somewhere, I'll just, like, be listening to different tracks. And if something comes, then I write it down, and then that's what I put in there. Yeah. You know? I don't ever – if I sit – if I have to – I tell my I told my friends this, too, and it, it blew their minds that I – if I have to do more than four takes of something, then I know it's not good. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I have to try more than four times to get it right, I, it's wrong. Like I, something needs to change about it. Yeah. Or, or it's just not what it needs to happen. You know? that's a, that's so a, I don't really force it ever. It's a tough, tough thing to do, four, t- four tries. Yeah. So everything you've ever heard me make, it's all in at least four tries. Four tries. I never have done more than that. And, that's crazy. And with lyrics, like if the lyrics sound good and I know they do, like I can play them on the piano and it sounds right. I'll take a little bit more tries to get those right because yeah. that's that's the core of the song is is the human element. But like if a bass line takes me four, more than four tries, I'm like, okay, I need to switch the bass sound see what happens there. You know, yeah. something isn't right about it because it shouldn't take me more than that, you know? Okay. So in your like your daily life, because I want to go off of this a little bit. Day in the life of making music with Isaac or just living your life. It sounds to me like you you found a lot of rhythm and you found habits mm-hmm. that you follow. And so walk us through that real quick. What are your songwriting producing habits that help you? Because your success, correct me if I'm wrong, your success is based on what you feel about. Mm-hmm. It's based on how fulfilled you are from what you create. Right. So what kind of habits does it take for you to meet success? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my process really starts with what I'm listening to. Um, like recently I've been listening to a lot of like eighties, like stuff that's modern day, but like, 80s sounding even yeah. stuff like stuff like the balance of that like 80s stuff and also the stuff nowadays that sounds like 80s stuff with like the big snare drums and and the the big like phil collins fills yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff you know so that's where it starts is whatever i'm listening to and whatever i'm into at the time and then i'll i'll sit down at my computer and usually it starts with a sample is um as good as i am at just sitting at the piano and writing a song i can do that too but i really like to just scroll like i'll go on splice and find like just go to like synth sounds i'll pick a tempo that's usually the first thing is like whatever mood i'm in i usually know what kind of tempo that fits into you know i pick Mm -hmm. the tempo and then i just scroll in it and just until i find something that i'm like that like i could build a whole song off of that like whether it's a vocal one or a synth or a piano something like that and then i take it chop it up whatever you know whatever i need to do to it but I take that in and then I build the song around that. Whether I use other samples or just play instruments, whatever. I just kind of let it flow from there. And a lot of times that results in like songs that just aren't good, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not gonna every time sit down and just make a hit, you know? Like sit down and I, like I, for this next album that I'm working on, there's 10 songs in the album, right? And they're all, uh, there was probably, I want to say, 250 tracks made that were in that style that fit that album, and but a lot of them just weren't that good, you know. So, I I also don't get too attached to songs. That's the other thing is I, I don't get too attached to them because I'm I'm like, 
there could be a better one. The next one could be better, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do, I do think I've gotten better at knowing when I've made one that, that really fits what I want to do better. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that, that's the day is I sit down and I, I find a sample and then I build a song from there, whether it's a drum or whatever, it just goes from there. And you just do that consistently. And that's, yep. Every day, that's how it three works. or four times a day. That's good. Okay. Um, so are there like any challenges that you face? Like, um, while you go through the process of trying to, you know, like succeed? Oh yeah. I mean, music? I mean the way that I do it, like just the, let it free flow kind of thing. Obviously like there are times where it's just like, I just have nothing, yeah. you know? So I, mean, I even went through this cause I put up a thing on my story, like asking what people would want to hear next. And that was really cool to see what people had to say. Um, and I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but it took me. So that was like August 1st when I posted that it took me until last Wednesday to know but to actually have any inspiration. Like I was sitting there every day just trying to think, like thinking about how to catch, capture that vibe in the best way. And um, so there's the, the biggest challenge is, is those moments where I'm like, I just have nothing. Like I, I even had the thought last week on like Tuesday, I was like, do I even know how to write a song anymore? Like, have I forgotten? <laughs> you know, cause I had a beat that I really liked um, that I thought, and I wrote probably 25 different versions of lyrics for it in like three days because every one I wrote I was like this sucks and I just like kept scrapping it and then then all of a sudden I make a new beat and that's when it started flowing but um yeah the, the biggest challenge I would say is is those moments where I'm like I don't I don't know if I can still do this anymore like, I I've I've lost all inspiration you know and so I guess in that way um really where the process starts is living my life mm-hmm. because if I'm not, if I'm just only in the studio making music every day, then I don't have anything to write about except exactly. being in the where studio. Where do you draw the inspiration? Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. So I have to go out, I have to go out, hang out with my friends, do things like that, you know, yeah. do dumb things, get in trouble, whatever, you know, so that I can have those things to talk about that I can write songs about. You know? Yeah. Uh, do, do you get writer's block? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think, any any person that says they don't, it's just a lie. That's, That's a, facts. a big lie. Like, facts. It, like, even if you can freestyle, like there there's some songs that I've freestyled in my life. Like on my last album, the new recording song was fully freestyle guitar and everything. Um, someday on my last album was just fully freestyle. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And so, like, I can do that, but like, even in that, like you can't tell me if you can just freestyle anytime you can't tell me that there aren't times where you do it. And you're like, that really sucked. Yeah. You know? And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the theme for a couple of weeks even or months even where it's like, I just, everything I'm coming up with sucks right now. Like I, I think that happens for everyone. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't believe it if someone said that that never <laughs> happened to them, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I do get writer's block and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that. What's your, um, I wonder if you could find an answer. What's the, the best song you think you've made or put out and what's the worst and why? Oh, that's a good question. I need to like look up the songs I put out. Cause <laughs> I don't ahead. even really know. Give me look a them up. Um, that I, just the ones that I put out. Uh, yeah, just the ones okay. you put out so far I'll, up to recording on this day. Okay. Um, the best song I've put out is movie. Mm. The movie's nice. 
Yeah. Movie is the best song I've ever put out. Um, the worst one? That's really tough to say. Because <laughs> I actually really like... Like, I wouldn't put it out if I didn't like it. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really good question. I think... Um, Maybe worst is a harsh... The song that isn't... I don't know. Maybe that a You're song that you would feel like would need it that you you think you could have improved on the song that you would be the last song you would show somebody yeah if you were um, showing everybody your music i think so i wrote this so the whole last album was meant to be like a ode to childhood and family and friends right like all of that because i felt like that's what i wanted to show people first so a lot of the songs aren't really the style that i love you know the mm. style of music that i really love i I love alternative music more than anything, you know? And so if you listen to that, there's not a lot of that in there. And so um, there's one song on there that I wrote about my parents. It's called I Still Need You. The lyrics, the lyrics and everything about it are good, but I think the production value of it, I when I listen to that song now, I'm like, I, I kind of want to go back and like remix it and then re-release it without telling anyone. Because then, then when I listen to it, I, I can be more satisfied with it. Because yeah. I think that's the one that that is like, it's just barely not quite there yet, you know, um, just vocally. Like, cause I remember making it, it had this moment that I, like I was searching for and I just wasn't able to execute it as well as I would like, you know? Yeah. So I, and I think now I probably could if I, if I went back to it, but Dang. that's probably it. That makes sense. So, okay. Why do you think movie is the best? Cause in that one, I had the most fun making it. So the experience mm. is what made it worth yeah. it. It was awesome. Like, interesting. I remember. So my friend Bryson, shout out to him. He just got married yesterday. Um, he needed to do like a project for his class, where he came in and like played piano, and he just needed someone to like produce it together. So I helped him with that. But he walked in while I was recording the chorus because that's the, all I had at that point, and it was just the. Um, guitar and the piano at that point and then like the boom, boom, bass that I had and um, he walked in and he heard it and he was like bro that is good like that's the best thing I've ever heard you make and I was like I know like I'm, I'm feeling that too and then once he left I was able to like it took me 20 more minutes and I was done with the whole song, whole song and I was ready like Dang. and it was just so much fun like sitting there and being like I like it's one of those moments where I was like yeah, I actually can do this you know like I can do this and so um, and and that's the one that, um, listening to it, like, now, I'm like, oh, that's so sick. And, like, I get a lot of videos from people being like, I, we were playing this song here, you know, it's so cool, like, your song's being played. Like, it, it's really cool. That, one, that, one's, that one's a fun one. I like it. That's so interesting, because we were talking about that a few episodes ago, about, like, some of our favorite songs. And, and some songs that we want to go back and remix some. and hopefully no one notices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matches up like perfectly with what you said. Yeah. The experience is what made a song so mm-hmm. precious, which ties back to what you define success as your personal feeling about what you create. Yeah. That in essence, like when artists are like, I don't care what anybody thinks there is truth to that yeah um which is so interesting because it the music industry is like defined by who listens to your music mm-hmm. and it's so number it's a numbers game yeah. and it's just but real success comes from how you feel about 
being the yeah. channel for something bigger than yourself to yeah. speak through. I was just thinking about it this way. Like, if the numbers were what was important, I would have stopped after the first song I ever put out. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like, oh, 27 listens in one week? That's not good, you know? Yep. But it increased every every release. It's increased every time, you know? And um, not that that is, has any reason to keep me moving, but, like, if, if the numbers were what was important, I would have never released more, you know? Yeah. I would have just made it and kept it to myself, you know? Releasing music to me is, right now, it's, like, it's my way of, honestly, I think about having kids someday and them being, like, my dad's on Spotify. And, like, <laughs> that's cool, you know? Like, yeah. to me, like, that is a moment that I look forward to, you know? And so I don't um, I don't necessarily think much about who's listening to it. Um, when people do, I'm incredibly thankful, right? Like, that's the... That's the other thing is like, I feel like I can be more thankful for each listen when I don't care how many there are, you know, because if I'm thinking, oh, I need to get at least 150 on the first day for this song to, to feel successful, then I'm not going to be thankful until it's 151, you know? Yeah. Whereas if I don't really care, it's like, if it, if it's out for five minutes, I see there's two listens. I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm so stoked about that. Yeah. And I'm so happy. And, and like, you guys know, anytime I put out a song, um, any text that I get about it, I screenshot it. You I do. post That's it. And you post it. I get true. stoked. I get stoked every time about yeah. how people feel about it. And and seeing that I'm not the only person that likes it, like that is obviously a, an extra form of validation. But like, if that's what I thought about, I would never have released a song, you know, because yeah. that first song that I ever put out is like three family members texting me like, I like it. And like that was it, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh cool. Like, yeah. So that's so sick. Yeah. Jay, you suck. Oh, get him. <laughs> get him. Oh, yeah, we didn't even acknowledge. Oh, yeah, Josh is not here today, y'all, for those of you just listening. <laughs> they halfway through. Halfway through. <laughs> halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Josh said, th- Jay set this up. He did. And he's not here. And he ain't even here. Freaking Jay. That's okay. That's okay. To be fair, it's not his fault. Jay, just so you know, I told them that I wanted you here just so I could roast you. So it's probably good that you're not here. People will like me better because oh. you're not here. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Okay, so um, I had a question that I can't remember, actually. So, uh, <laughs> I'll take it back. I can't remember what I was going to ask. What were we even talking about? We're talking about success. We're talking oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about success. Uh, <laughs> hit the broad answer. <laughs> uh, oh, I had such a good question. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Man, what, did the bathroom just lose all your memory or what? So, who, Do you yeah, remember? I think we were talking about. What were we talking about before we before, took a break? Yeah. He was talking about. This is why we have music. <laughs> <You're talking> about- <laughs> I, we were talking things? about how. If success, if I if I had thought about the people who were going to be listening to it yes. while I was making my songs, I would have never it's put out anymore. Shot the text. Yeah, Man. that yeah. stuff. That's right. I still can't remember my question. See, I was people, proud of it too. <laughs> that's okay. See, people are going to watch this and listen to it. They're like, "What do you mean? He just barely talked about." Because <laughs> how we edited it. You could just edit this whole part out where we're talking about what we were talking that's about. That's true, and your question That's comes probably back. the best idea. Well, we're gonna oh, keep yeah. the Josh. We're definitely going to do that. We're going to keep the Josh part. Yeah, we're going to keep the Josh part. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put that in there. Oh, man. Gosh dang it. 
Can okay, we just... well, we can we can move on. All right. Yeah, it's fine. So, so whatever's I mean, he's here. You think Josh is here? Yeah. Did he text? You. Ah. Hold on. Is he here? Good, I, got, I got it out before he came. <laughs> it's a good thing we got. We got. We might have to edit this part out. <laughs> all, all I know is when Josh walks in, you guys might have to share a mic. Okay. Because I ain't about to plug in no other mic. Yeah. Be like, all right, Josh, speak into the mic. Or you just said it to the table. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> He's like, no, this is my mic. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Oh, I know. Oh, oh. I remember. Let's remembers. go, let's go, let's go, okay. let's go. All right, we're going to clip it there. Go. <laughs> okay, so um, you we've talked a lot about like your music right. and defining success there. A thought that I had when you were talking about that was um, music, you said this basically, music is not your only identity mm-hmm. to who you are. So outside of music, what is success to you? And how do you find that fulfillment in just in life? Like, because music is, you said, it's just a part of it, mm-hmm. but it's not everything. No, I like what you said about identity. Because um, it's easy when you meet people and you make music, and that's what you do for most of your free time mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh, he's a musician. But my identity, first and foremost, is a child of God. First and foremost. I um, like that. And second is a member of the Pew family. Mm. That's the second most important thing. Um, so success outside of my life, outside of music, and even in music, is am I growing closer to my family and closer to God? Um, because those are the most important things. Is it? It doesn't matter what job I do for the rest of my life. What matters is. Did that job allow for me to have good relationships with my family and friends and with God? Hmm. Dang, right when he was getting in the fields for a second. (laughs) No, come back. Get get in here. (laughs) Get back in here, Jay. Stop right there. Uh, Yeah, you can. Yeah, go change. I'll I'll finish my answer and then. Go go for it. Okay. I'm not here. Um, Yeah, the like I was saying, the most important thing is it's is not what job I end up doing. It's can I provide for my family in a way that I can be close to them and I can be close to God. Um, so at the end of the day, whether that's music or anything else, that's the main goal is mm. is to have that right. Like I think one of the things that Jay said we were going to talk about was like, where do I see myself in three years? And I was like. I kind of hate that question because I don't know. I don't know where I see myself in three years because there's so many things that could happen. I'm I'm very much a person that likes to leave my options open. I don't yeah. like to close those up, like to go through as many doors as I can. Um, I know I don't know exactly what it'll look like in three years, but I do know one thing is I will be better than I am now. That's the only thing I can say about that. Yeah. Where I see myself in three years is better than I am now. Um, uh, succeeding in whatever I'm trying to do, just working my hardest at it. I, I feel like, I also feel like it's important to have some sort of, some sort of vision and it doesn't have to be within three years. Right. But I feel like as individuals, we sometimes need to find a balance of right. leaving the door open for anything. Anything's possible. 
but also having the big picture to work yeah. towards. Yeah, I mean, I do have that vision. My vision isn't very specific, though. The vision is I have a family, yeah. right? I have a wife, hopefully. I yeah. hopefully have kids by then, and hopefully I have a career that I'm proud of, right? Yeah. But the specifics of that it still is yet to be seen, and I'm o- I'm open to options on that, you know? Yeah. So um, when I say that I'm not, I don't know where to, what it'll look like. That's what I mean is I don't know the specifics. Like some people are like, I have friends that are like, I'm going to have a business. It's going to be making this amount of money. Like, but to me, if I have a family and I can provide for them, that's what I want. I, that's, that's what I really desire. And I'm, I know for a fact, I'm the kind of person that will do anything I can to get there. Yeah. You know, um, obviously like you can't like force a family to happen. Like that's just, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Right. So obviously that's something that it takes two people to make a decision on that. But, um, as far as my life goes, I will do everything I can in my power to be ready for that in three years. If that makes sense. No, that so. does. That's man. That speaks to the, the importance of priorities. Right. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about it last night, actually about like, it's interesting like the priorities you listed specifically go hand in hand mm-hmm. because you're a religious man yeah. like, like we are. Mm-hmm. And I think when your priority is, is doing what God wants you to do, that's putting God first mm-hmm. and everything isn't perfect, but things work out, mm-hmm. you know, and what God wants probably, I can't, I'm not one to tell you what God wants for you, but right. one of the things he wants is for you to build a family. Right. Because, you know, there's a million reasons why. But that's, I I feel, where the most fulfillment and the height of happiness is at. Totally. Is is a family-centered life. Yeah. And going back to that, I there was a couple of weeks ago I was with someone, and she was telling me how she's trying to decide if she wants to serve a mission or not. And one of her fears about it was like, I don't get to decide where I go. You know, mm. and I was like, honestly, if I had to decide where I was going to go on my mission, I probably wouldn't have gone because that like knowing that I didn't have to make the decision and, and God could make it for me. I, that was the best, you know, so to me, I, I, what I told her was you need to live your life right now, like you are going to go on a mission. And then when that time comes where you need to make that decision, you'll know what you need yeah. to do. You'll know if it's the right thing for you or not. And whether it is or not, it's not like the biggest deal. But like if you live your life like you are going to do that. So like if I live my life right now, like I need to be able to support a family in three years. And I need then if that happens, I'll be ready for it instead of just me. Oh, frick, I got to like get my crap together right now, you know. So that's how I look at it, you know, is. What what's gonna happen? That's God's decision, right? But I need to be ready for whatever it is, and and I I'm trying to live my life in a way that as soon as God shows me the right path, I I'm willing to take that option and go for it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of being afraid of taking that step. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. You can come in now. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you. How are you? <laughs> How was work? Who, whose idea was this? It was all of ours. Don't come after us. Yeah. Uh, dude, I don't want to talk about work right now. 
<laughs> I'm here for you, bro. Okay, cool. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we can share my. Sheesh, you look good on the camera too, bro. I mean, Holy I look good all the time. I don't know what you're talking The clear fl- frames are crazy. They're nice. I know, isn't it? I could not say that. Everyone thought Isaac was the guest, but it is I. And you, you probably can't even see me on the camera, Actually, but that's right. No, no, no. Leave it like that. Let, let's make it anonymous. You can change my change my voice every now and then. Absolutely you not. <laughs> you can see you. Oh, word. Okay. Like totally how good? Yeah. That's all right. That's all you need. The rest is for the imagination. Hello, brother. Dude, I'm back. I honestly, I should have been back at like. 6.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. We just, we just showed each other music for like 45 minutes. That is awesome. I we wish tried, I was here. I will say this. We didn't just take off. that. We waited for you for a while. And we then did. we're like, we. They, I mean, <laughs> they got to get to what they No, yeah, to, I, know I know. Right? That's why I feel bad. That's why no, I say just, just. We don't have any time restraints. Oh, hi. I'm, I'm Jay. I, I almost said Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I go by Jay now. These guys know me as Josh. Um. Yeah. I'll get more into detail about today, but okay. uh, catch me up. What we what you ask? What we talk about? <laughs> we were just talking about families. Man, we're just talking about success outside of music. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what we're talking. Uh, how are you going, bro? I just I just see you staring at me, and not a single word has been said. How are you? Steady. What's up, bro? Families <laughs> uh, can be you. together forever. Yep. That's how you get in the face. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Take it away, Tupo. Uh, so, let's wrap it up. No, <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> no, nah, but you have spent a lot of wisdom. So, I mean, Thanks. throughout this whole podcast. Try my best. It's, it's like, not going to lie. This is gonna, we can get some good clips. I hope, it makes, one, but, I hope um, it makes sense. <laughs> oh, it makes perfect sense. It, it, it does. Actually, ask here. Makes sense? All right. See, we in then. <laughs> that's what that's cool. what that's what it takes. But um, for someone that's going, you know, just living life, someone that's living life and they're trying to find success, what advice would you give to them? Ooh. Um. Do what you love, and love what you do. Like it, it's very corny, but if you're doing what you love, you will work harder at it. I'm gonna say that again. If you're doing what you love, you will work harder at it than if you're doing something you don't like. Okay, so if you don't like what you're doing, change it. Uh, there's this Jamaican phrase that me and my friends say all the time. Is It goes, I'm trying to remember exactly how it goes because I want to botch it. But it's like, if you do not like where you are, man, change it. You are not a tree. Yeah. Like, you're not a tree. You can move where you want to be. Like, if you are not where you want to be, change where you are because you can. That's and, not, that's so if you're, seeking, if you're seeking to be successful, do what you want to do. Because if you're not doing what you want to do, then you're not going to feel successful no matter how good you are at it. Oh, yeah. That's fire, wasn't it? Extra points for the the accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way to say it. Cotton candy or something. That's that's what we were going for. You're not not even on. on (laughs) Yeah, I know that mic's not even (laughs) on. (laughs) Don't talk off camera. That so mic's not on it. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he usually roasts me every episode. What? <laughs> yeah, every episode? It's been like maybe four. Uh, okay. The first four. It's been yeah. a few. Not anymore. Few. You haven't done any. Um. Anyways, is there anything else that you want to say or talk or ask us? You know, it's not about us, but um, I mean, 
This is a question. How do you think this dynamic is going to change as you guys all progress into like your own lives? Because like me and my friends are obviously going through a similar thing, but like how, where do you guys see that? Like you're, this dynamic, like where do you think it's going? Let me tell you. Some of us are going to get darker. Huh? I'm talking about you, man. Um, no, I think I think <laughs> I think like dynamically, once we get the the like I guess the workflow going, and then because obviously right now we don't have a established sound, but we also kind of don't want to just because of the the twelve for twelve challenge that we're doing right now. Yeah, but I would say down the road once we do start to establish the last note sound it'll be a blend of like our cultures but also the different styles of, of music that we've grown up with and i would say because for for me personally a lot of the artists i listen to i listen to constantly just because their music are like hybrid sounds you know mm. which i think is super cool right and it seems like nowadays that tends to be like the the route some people are going other people are just sticking to what they've been doing but i was i would say like down the road people would want to listen to us just because of how dynamic we are mm-hmm. but then how like much more dynamic we can be down down the road in three four years I like that answer, but I mostly meant how you guys are as friends. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I, I would... Well, you see, no... <laughs> I don't know. You, what do you think? Huh? You. What do you think? Question. Me? Yeah. You're asking you, me the question? Can you put it in a sentence? Can you give me the definition? <laughs> <laughs> um, How everything's going to be. Yeah. Our friendship. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. This all started in high school. People, people that listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. they know. We The way it started off was just... And goofing around after school in the hallway, and obviously, actually, actually, all started uh, just meeting each other. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I feel like so. Let me get back to what I was saying. Um, I feel like honestly, we all served missions. Well, we served missions, and we thought. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to. We served missions, and we thought things were gonna change after that. Honestly, and then they didn't. And but when we came back, we all yeah. still had. We all wanted to. We all wanted to pursue music. Me different I, story. Me different story. Oh. But go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. My bad. My bad. But I feel like phone. I feel like um, what comes first before music is God always, and then family. Good. And music as well. I would add w- how it'll change. It's already been changing. You right. know what I mean? As we progress. And so older. there's bigger things to come in our individual lives. But kind of what Tupo said, I think a group of people are united when they have the same goal in mind. And, I love that. and so the four of us going to high school together um going our separate ways and not being fully together for almost it was what almost four years like we took our time away Mm -hmm. from each other and we came back like Tupo said and didn't skip a beat yeah and so I feel like we've we're very similar in how we think we're very similar in in 
what we do and we're also super different but we have like the same goal and putting god first i think is i like that a huge thing for us and so you know with that being said unless one of us you know goes off the deep end um you'll always have that we'll have that and i like that the workflow in terms of the the band may change you know we'll we'll all hopefully eventually find someone to build a family with and we won't be living together but we'll still be able to to do what we want to do it's a big mansion with like Four we've thought, about, we've it. thought we've about, about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. Not even me, me and my friends. Joking. So I, because I actually have a similar, I have a similar situation. Like me and my friends, we grew up together, and um, there's eight of us. We all went on missions except for two of us, and then we all came back, and it didn't feel like anything changed. Um, but now two of us are married. Like things are starting to change. They're all moving and stuff. We used to always like joke about like, what if we all like lived in the same cul-de-sac, <laughs> and like we just like we're able to raise our families all around each oh, other. Yeah. But that, it's just a joke that we would always make. But like the reason I ask is cause it, it's, it's interesting to me cause I'm starting to see how that changes. Like nowadays, like me and my friends, it used to be like every Friday, Saturday night, it was like, okay, what are we doing tonight? You know? Yeah. Whereas now it's like, everyone kind of does their own thing, but like we, we play basketball together every Thursday and that's what we do consistently with each other. And then obviously some, some Fridays and Saturday nights we'll, we'll spend time together. But yeah, it is interesting to see how it all changes as people like grow into who they are. And it's, it's not like when we see each other, it's still like the best. Yeah. We're all best friends, but, um, well, yeah. it's like you make time for what you want to do and so what's true. important to you. That is so true. And I feel like the four of us have, we've crossed the threshold of friendship and moved into a brotherhood. Mm. And so true. we don't view each other and we don't view each other's families as, people we're just associated with now it's like it's part of your family we're yeah like we cool like his mom like is that. my mom right you know what i mean cool. and his mom is my mom you know so it's like cool. we're family and like you said family's first and i feel like we all put each other in that category as family cool. and so Love no that. matter what happens maybe we'll live in the same house cul-de-sac whatever <laughs> but on the off chance we don't we're always going to be like in an integral part of each other's lives. Cool. No matter what. I like that. I like that. That's cool. That was my answer. I just texted it to him to, so I didn't have to talk twice. Yeah, I read that. Oh, cool. That was, I read that actually. Yeah. With his phone recording. Apple, baby. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Yeah. So okay, so how many of you are in your friend group? How many other are you in your in, in your Um I mean our like group chat is like nine people. Okay. Yeah. How many of them are married? Two. Okay. Just two. Okay. I was expecting more. But Yeah, only two. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I truly believe like it's very rare to have lifelong friends. And yeah. granted we're really young, so I don't know if we know what a lifelong friend is. <laughs> But I think we're all, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we're starting to get the idea. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I'd say those guys that, that are in that group chat are, are lifelong friends for me. And also, I'd even add Trey into that right now. Trey. Um, and even there's a couple other people too. But yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. 
I just like seeing people who are like, like actually enjoy being around each other. You know, like, <laughs> if I'd come in here and you guys, I could just tell you guys didn't actually like each other. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is Wait, lame. <laughs> but, <laughs> All of no, us. <laughs> That's a good question, man. That was a very good question. Wait, so how many siblings do you have? Three. Six. Dang. Really? You the oldest? Nope, middle. Hey, Are oh, you number like bro. three four. or four? You're four. Oh, okay. Four of seven. Dang. You're you're mid. Wow. Very middle. You're like oh, wow. You're. Are you forgotten a lot? Um, no. <laughs> what? My so parents. Yeah, the middle child is always. Yeah, no, I, I get that a lot. My parents are the best parents in the world. So that's tight. That's tight. That's so sick. Yeah, I had to say that because I'll be listening to this. Ah, uh, uh, no, I, it's true. Uh, I, I believe. We'll clip I mean, that. I ro- we'll make sure we send it to you so you send it to your family. I mean, I I made a whole album about it. You can go listen to it. So. True. It's a fire album, I might add. Yeah. It is good stuff. Well, should we move in? To- oh, snaps. Is there anything else you want no, to No, I'm good. I'm good. All right, boys. Y'all know what time it is. It is our favorite Segma. Segma what? Segma. Segma what? Boys, get you two towels. Get you two All right. Sorry. Yeah, he doesn't say segment. He says Segma, and we don't know why. I say Segma because that's why I did the first episode because I didn't know the word Segma at the moment. So we stuck with it throughout the rest of the other episodes. So you mean you stuck with it? We stuck with it as a group. <laughs> We're a brotherhood. Didn't you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> he stuck with it. Yes, I am. So it's again, it's a little little segment it's called "Would You Rather." Okay, cool. So you get to pick. There's a lot of good. Do you have to walk over there and pick it up? Yeah, we can. Yeah, you have Jay bring it over here. Not moving. You can pick me. You can pick. Stop! Why? Why would you ever need to let go, bro? Sponsored by Celsius. Pick one. We usually answer two, but like, we go ahead. Oh yeah. We'll While you before you read that, Super Chicks sponsor us, please. Oh, Super Chicks, shout out to you. Thank you. Okay. Hey, just kidding. They don't. Super you want me to read this? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? I know Tupo's answer, but. <laughs> wait, and wait, wait, What's my answer? The chef. No. Is he right here? <laughs> oh dang! Hey, just kidding, jokes, jokes, nah, it's because he likes my cookie. Uh, he, hey, he some he's, he's good. I believe it. I saw him flipping those burgers, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> those imaginary burgers. <laughs> <laughs> the imaginary burgers. No, the video. <laughs> All right, so now what John choose? A personal chef or a personal mate? Yeah. 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 Chef. Mm, that's my word. Really. Cause Cause not he's a cook. A chef. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Hey. Hey. But like a chef, chef. Yeah. What chef? I think I'm going with chef too. Okay. If someone's chef. if someone's cleaning my stuff for me, I feel like I'm a loser. I just feel like I, I feel like a loser. If my I mom is gonna be like, what is he saying? I am a generally clean individual. Like yeah. my room. Like, obviously, it gets messy at times, but it is clean most of the time. Yeah. So, I don't really need a maid. Like, I've never felt the need for one. Yeah. But I think it would be cool if I could, like, instead of having to, like, meal plan for myself, I have someone else doing that, and they're just making it, and I can just focus on just getting the gains myself. Then that that would Dude, be facts. prime. With a me. chef, you could eat the right things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to think about it. It'd just be there. Yeah. You know? So, I, that, that'd be my answer. Yeah. That was, a, that was an easy one. Give me another one. I want a hard no. one. <laughs> Chef. Just changing my answer. You want a hard one? Uh, you have to read each and every one. Of like, oh, this one. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, hope you here. I hope this is a hard one. I, want to, I hope it is too. I want a discussion oh. here. Do you I want know. a discussion? Here, let me just throw one at you. Oh, he's, he's about to read that. 
That's the longest. Okay. This is actually a hard one. This one's hard? Yeah. Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out during the night? (laughs) Where'd you find that one? Don't worry about it. Okay. I think... Dang, that is so hard. Well, okay, so define night and define day for me. Like when the sun goes down and when the sun goes down. Okay, so I got I got dawn and dusk. Yes. Yeah. I think. Have you guys okay. seen the movie Lady Hawk? No. This is a deep cut. Okay. Okay. Go watch it. It's, Lady Hawk. It's a medieval. <laughs> it's a medieval movie. Okay, like. Yeah. Ma- but it's made in the '80s, so like people would be fighting with swords, and then all of a sudden it's like, like synth, just like. Stranger Things type vibes oh, and like okay. it's awesome is it's just like such a contrast of vibes that's sick. they're like talking in old English and then it's like just like Mike Dean type synths just like <laughs> playing through the whole thing but um, in that movie there's a lady that she transforms t- into a hawk during the day and her lover turns into a wolf during the night and so they Whoa. never get to see each other ever yeah. and they're constantly flip-flopping and in that movie, the the guy who's the wolf, he he gets to have a way better life than she does. So I think I'd pick that. So night. I think I think I pick being able to go out during the day. Never never go out during the night. Only be able to go out during the day. But I pick night. Me too. To go out during the night. I mean to not wait. Hold on. Never be able to go out during. Yeah, never be able to go out. That, so I'm with you on that. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're together. So go out throughout the day. The thing is, think about like when winter time comes, days get shorter a lot. Shorter. Okay. Right, that's true. But to me, it's like once the. I mean, this is just a musician thing. But once the the sun's gone, it's like that's my best time to just exactly. sit down and make music. So I don't. I work. I'm best down to just night. stay in every time it's nighttime and just make music. All like, day. what do you? I mean, what do we do at like 1 a.m.? We sit at a park. That's about all we do. So you could just do that here. You could just do that here. Ooh. Now here's here's the is the loophole. Can I go to can I go in my yard? This is no this no. Is you're inside. It's outside. Outside. If, it's, outside. if it has a There's roof and walls loophole. outside. No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Josh, get rid of your attitude. I don't like your attitude. I don't give a crap how bad your day was. Shut up. Wham <laughs> wham. <laughs> 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 He's All about right. to go on the Snapchat. Let's go. We made it to Snap. Let's oh, what's up? Whoa, we live, baby. Dude, I like that. I like that mango colored case. It's just yellow. It looks mango to me, right? Well. What kind of mangoes do they have in Samoa? Oh, I see, no, I see what you're saying. Tropical ones, okay, pretty nice actually. Yeah, yeah actually, so I'm going really with nice. I'm going with during the day, and then I'll just hidey hole in my studio at night. So like when it gets dark around five o'clock here, right? wow. But look, you know, the, the, the best part about it, if the days are shorter, that probably will motivate you to get more done when there's daylight. Or True. Or you'll just anxiety crawl back and just not do anything. Not do anything. But I, if it's I true. could only go out during the day, I think I'd be outside all day. Yeah. I'm, Which, I'm already an outside creature in yeah. general. And so. And you need the sunlight. True. You don't need the moonlight. True. He's right. Yeah, he's right. I love the moonlight, though. <laughs> I think that's a definitive answer on that one. Yeah. Okay. I like right. it. Well, that hey, good. that wraps it up for Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> that about uh, wraps it up for the episode. That's pretty much. So, Isaac, 
Any plugins you want to? I was gonna say, can I give some plugs? Yeah, go ahead. Plug yourself. Um, let's see what. What's the date today? The twelfth. Okay, September first. Two songs coming out. Let's go. Pinky Promises Part One and Pinky Promises Part Two. And These guys fire. have heard it except for Jay. They're what fire. do you guys think? It's nice. They're fire. It's, it's nice. Okay. Expect the unexpected. Um, expect the unexpected. Um, yeah, don't ex- if you've listened to my music before, don't expect what what you've heard. Um, but nice. they'll be out September first. Um, driving at a hundred miles per hour type music. Ooh. So let's go. It's good. Um, and we'll be. I'll be releasing music pretty much every month from now until May. So. Oh, say wow! Nice. I like that. And we'll put links to everything down low. Yeah. <laughs> Not but, on the screen. In yeah. The video. Also, plug Trey Bishop. Find him. Go f- yeah. Shout Spotify. Out. Shout out Trey. Rolo. Spotify. Yep. Apple Music. Rudy C. Williams. Find him. Spotify. Rudy. Apple Music. Rudy. Rudy. Those boys Rudy. are all talented. All deserve to be listened to. Um, also, Waterson Music. Look him up. Mm. Fire Music. Um, he's he's got like Beatles in him. Oh, for real? Cool. All yeah, right. Say cool less. stuff. Um, and I mix, I help him mix a lot of his stuff, so it's really cool. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm working on. Working on an album. Um, yeah, maybe I'll come back on talk about the album. Oh, you're coming come back. back. You got to come back to the podcast. I, I don't want to reveal the name of it right now because mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty cool. It's gonna be nice. We're yeah, anyway, him. that's all I got. Follow him on Spotify, Instagram. Well, Instagram, too? TikTok, everything, TikTok, bro. Everything. Yeah, Isaac, yeah, you do got TikTok. Isaac Pew Music. Every link in it down low. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Love you, boys. <sighs> Thanks for coming. You're amazing. Bro. Yes, bro. You're hey, amazing. Thank you. Thank you for coming. You're yeah. a legend. We really bro. appreciate it. We look <laughs> up to you. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I did roast you while you weren't here, so you'll yeah. have to go back and listen. <laughs> well, my ear always tingles when someone says my name. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right, boys. All right, boys. Let's wrap this up. Josh, go ahead. Someone drop that beat. I've heard this one before. Oh, sorry. <coughs> There's music playing for those. No one has headphones, oh, but there's music playing. All right, all right, y'all. All right. Hey, thank y'all so much for watching. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, boys, Sona, what do we say? We have peace, so go on. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Josh, what do we actually say? Keep that peace of mind. Satch, keep on. Love y'all. Love you, boys. Oh.